How you doing? This is Theo. Antonia. And we are the Carl Wells, and this is When Is We. Check us out on our social media outlets. We are on Instagram and Twitter. When It's We. W-H-E-N-I-T-S-W-E. Also, you can you can check us out on Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts at, people. Thank you all for joining us. We appreciate you for tuning into our podcast. We hope you can be a blessing. Enjoy. All right, how y'all doing? Welcome to When It's We. My name is uh, Theo Caldwell, and this is my beautiful wife. Tonya Caldwell, what up, y'all? All right, y'all. So uh, y'all been waiting and for a while, and uh, we've got a great response from episode one. Thank uh, you guys for tuning in. It yeah. was dope. We appreciate you. Let me tell you this. Um, one of my homeboys, <laughs> he he kept it all over with me. He was like, I think it was a couple weeks ago, he was like, so, man, hey, bro, when y'all dropping off the next episode, man, that shit was fire, man. And I was like, I was like, okay. He was like, y'all need to do one every week. I said, bro, we don't have time. We don't have every week <laughs> to do this. And so, um, you know, he gave me some ideas and whatever we can do. And so we're going to try to see. Maybe we can squeeze in, what, twice a month? We'll pray about it. <laughs> Maybe twice a month we can do. I mean, because we, we want to keep y'all fresh. We want to keep things going for you all. And... We, pre- we thank you and appreciate you more than anything for the outpouring of love um, for episode one. And like I said, we're, we just want to bless folks, man. Absolutely. You know, we haven't been married the longest, but we do feel like we do have a lot of wisdom. And we've seen a lot of things happen. And more than anything, God has called us to do this. So, um, so without further ado, uh, episode two, uh, we'll be talking about... Um, what's our title today? When the Bliss is Gone. You know, everybody all happy and joyous and excited about the wedding day, and especially us women, you know what I'm saying? We want to get dressed, we want to get the flowers, we're planning, and some of us turn into uh, bridezillas, and then, ta-da, that one day that you've been planning 12 months for is over, and officially, you are married, and you have to actually look at this person. You said 12 months? Some people... Every day. Some some people people plan for years. Some people plan less than that. (laughs) Some people plan less than that as well. You know what I mean? But it's like you put all this work, you put all this effort into it. You have the wedding that goes past quicker than you can blink. And then, wow, I really have to look at this person every day. And you start (laughs) learning things about that person that you thought you knew that you don't know. And now, all of a sudden... It didn't got real. <laughs> the marriage is real. We we we've been some of the some of the couples that we've had the opportunity to experience. Divorce was slipping off of their lips a month. Yeah, maybe a couple weeks. <laughs> a couple weeks um, and after their wedding day. You know what? And for us, because we took premarital counseling, come on, we took talk it seriously, about it. Seriously. We, and though our premarital counselor, he told us that, hey, things are going to change for y'all. We knew that. Shouts out to Apostle Christopher Montgomery. Bishop. Bishop. Apostle. Everything. (laughs) Prince. Yeah, he going to get you. You better stop calling him that. (laughs) I love him. He's my brother. But yeah, (laughs) uh, real. Like he told us it was going to change. It was going to change. And it did. And 
The thing is you have to understand is that it will change and that you have to evolve with that person. And you have to evolve with one another. Absolutely. Anything, you have to. And it's it's <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's inevitable. And if and you it, listen to last week's podcast well, last we, or month. last month, my bad. <laughs> last month's podcast, then you know, you heard our story about how we even lived together before we got married. Um, and all the drama that followed with that. But even though we were together and living in the same household, things still changed after we said, I do. It did. Um, it wasn't just having the same last name um, for us. It wasn't just that. It was, um, It was. you know, hey, we had to become serious about some things and really talk about some things with one another and... It, it was it was different. For well, us. Well, well, what things changed for you? What do you think? What things in our marriage, or once we got married, what things significantly changed for you? It was actually for me. It was the weight of knowing that I have you guys are fishing my family. You and Tarman are fishing my family. You know, it was different. Me saying it more, we're just engaged or we're dating, seeing my family, but actually knowing that, gosh, I have I'm responsible for two other people for the mm. rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and I took it like I never forget. Uh, my father-in-law, he was just like, you know, uh, when I when I you know asked for your hand in marriage and stuff, and you know, and he had tears in his eyes. I never forget that. You know, and he was like, well, Dio, uh, I'm gonna let you know. Uh, this is not exactly how he sounds. Like, you know, <laughs> he talks to. I can't wait to hear this. You gonna get it? I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. He's like, you know what? But he said it with tears inside. You know when? You know when I go, it's gonna be on you. You know to take care of everything. And and that was a that was a lot for me at the time because I was like, I didn't sign up to take care of a bunch of folks. I just signed up to take care of your <laughs> daughter and your grandson. That's it. Dun dun dun. But I understood. <laughs> but me coming from a family that also has traditions as well and whatever, even though our families are different in some aspects, but they're similar, I understood it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it was, it was, you know, it, so I, had, I started becoming more serious about things. And at times I know she couldn't take it, you know. She was like, why are you so serious about everything? Why are you so uptight? Who? I remember you told me that. Who, me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you got a little tight in the buns. Yeah. You know, you you still have a tendency to be that way sometimes, but I account that to manhood to be perfectly honest. You know, there are different levels in life and when you reach certain levels of your life, you understand the responsibility that's coming, the responsibility that has come that has seriously approached you and it's not like, oh, I didn't know I didn't have to pay bills or anything like that. I think it is a spiritual shift. Um, there is a difference between when you're just living with someone. I don't care what anyone says. If you have lived with someone or whether you have not lived with someone and when y'all get married, either one, when you get married, there is a spiritual and a dynamic shift. I actually have met couples who will not get married because they say things change when you get married. And quite honestly, um, no disrespect, but I really believe like that's a cop out to avoid maturity. Yeah, it, it, maturity has to come at some point. You can't just keep dating forever. And quite frankly, I, you know, I, I, I give it to these ladies who like date people or in these dudes that date people for like 
13 years and like my baby got his hand up he's shaking over here but but for like 13 years you know and then they talking about some um well i think we want to get married you took you 13 years to figure out if you want to spend your life with somebody look if you ain't figured it out <laughs> within the first couple years I'm straight, dog. That means you don't want me, and, and I'm okay with that. I got a perfect analogy to that, and it's funny, you know, because you and I talk about home ownership now because we're mm-hmm. trying to get a home. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, though, you don't want to be a renter for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Some right? people do, I mean, though. But they don't want the responsibility and, and, and of I, a house. I mean, if you, now, what I'm talking about as far as in regards to marriage. Yep, that too. Because marriage, <laughs> you are buying. <laughs> Mm, dating your renting. That was good, honey. Dating your renting, okay? Ooh. All right. And then when you're getting engaged, okay, you got to you got to <laughs> That was nice. So, with dating your your kind. <laughs> Sorry. I'll be quiet now. You know, making me blush here. That was sexy. That was just that was wonderful. And it's so true. It is very true. By the cow. Right, I mean, don't just is, milk the cow. You know what the funny thing is, cow. though, Beyonce had she had something to it when she was saying, you know, putting the ring on this and that. Because the thing is, though, you you want to be committed. And I'm not saying be committed just to be committed, because a lot of we had a lot of folks who just be committed just to be committed, and then it don't work out a year or two later or six months later. And again, that's when we're talking about when the bliss is gone, because most people are more excited about the wedding. You know, I've heard of some people spent up to $20,000 on a wedding and then they're divorced within a year. Are you out of your mind <laughs> not spending that kind of money just to spend more money to get away from you? It is more expensive to get divorced than it is to get married. Now, now don't get it twisted. We don't want anyone to get the impression that divorce is not... Um, applicable to certain situations because it is you know sometimes you unfortunately get into a marriage that you thought was going to be one thing and it ends up being another I would never advocate for any women or men because that doesn't get talked about okay because men get abused too I don't advocate for any women or men to stay in a relationship where they are in any type of mental abuse, physical abuse, or anything like that. And if the other person is not willing to work on themselves to get help, then absolutely, you know, you have to find a place of peace and escape from that situation because, you know, Theo and I have both experienced where situations like that can become deadly. Um, we, we know people who have gone through things like that. So that's not what we're advocating for at all. But what we are saying is if you do the work before marriage then you already know that when you get into marriage, you're going to run into some obstacles. Mm -hmm. And that's in any major relationship, not just marriage. Marriage is just more significant because not only are you now legally connected to this person, but you are now spiritually attached to this person. You are mentally attached to this person. You are emotionally attached to this person. You have to answer to this person about what you're doing and they should have to answer to you because you're a team. You are a team building a kingdom. And if both of you are not working together as a team, the kingdom goes down. And it's funny that um, Tony had always told me, you know, she said in a joking way, she said, because I was like, um, 
I was like, why are you touch my, uh, I think she wore my shirt once or something like that. I was like, where are you wearing my shirt for? She's like, I don't nothing belong to you. Don't no nothing belong to you. <laughs> you know, because essentially nothing belongs to you after don't that. Don't belong you know, to you. You know, you share everything. You and, don't belong to you. And more than you, I mean, stuff your toothbrush, but you share everything. Well, we've actually shared one of those before on the trip. It by happens. Ac- by accident. But it happens. <laughs> it does. But it's a little you, gross. You it had, happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it actually, you and that's what you end up doing, man. You're you're sharing each other's space, each other's air, mm-hmm. everything, and mm-hmm. you have to get used to that. And it's funny, I was just talking to my mother-in-law a couple of year, couple of days ago about it. Her and my um, father-in-law, they've been they just celebrated forty-seven years. Happy anniversary, mom and dad! <laughs> forty-seven years of marriage and all together Lord fifty-one years. And you know my Lord, my my, my in laws they're they're traditional you know they are they're yeah. old school yeah. so my father in law he's more of the uh, you know he's the friend flip for Fred I always joke when they say he's the Fred Flintstone and <laughs> everyday type of guy you know he's old school he worked he you know took he provided and whatever and. and well, they're he, old school slash modern they modern, have some yeah. modern ways but. Traditionally speaking, like the woman does most of the cooking, Mm -hmm. you know, um, you know, the woman takes care of the child, stays up with the child all night type of thing. Baby showers are for women and their friends, you know, those type of traditional type of things. He's he's very, they're very traditional in that sense. Yeah, but she was saying that, but she was just talking about how even through all these years, you know, you, you never stop getting used to anybody. You know, she's, she's you know, she said just a couple weeks ago, she was just learning something about a final law in there. And you're talking about 51 years of being one of that. They've been together since they were teenagers. Man, that's so real, man. Like, people need to hear. You guys need to hear that. Rewind it. Rewind. <laughs> and listen to that again. Because what my husband just said was my parents have been together for 51 years. Since they were 14 and 15 years old, they are now in their 60s. Soon to be their 70s, and they are still learning things about each other. That's dope. Yeah. You are supposed to, um, and I equate this to, um, I was just listening to Pastor Furtick. I got all these references, by the way. I'm, I'm going to have a lot of them because just, they just pop up. Go ahead, babe. But, they're, but they are um, essential to what we're talking about. And Pastor Stephen Furtick, um, he just talked about... Um, how God wants us to keep us surprised mm-hmm. or be surprisable, I should say. He wants us to kind of be surprisable. And even in marriage, you got to still be surprised. Like, <laughs> not you, 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 in certain ways. <laughs> in certain ways, because I don't want you to surprise me with a kid that no, you didn't know about. <laughs> I don't want you to surprise me with an STD. I don't want you to surprise me. I walk up in the restaurant and you sitting there with another chick. Then I got to surprise you with a piece. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. She went to her hood side for a second. I don't have one of those. Oh, gosh. He said lies. Okay. My uh, my point is, yes, <laughs> you are right. There, There is constantly something new. I mean, think about it. When you're preparing to go into marriage, you are literally committing your life. This is what you, you're saying when you are at the pulpit or the courthouse or, what, or whatever. You are essentially saying, I'm committing my life to someone who has had a completely different upbringing than me. Their parents may have raised them differently than me. 
They think completely differently than me, even if we have things in common. I'm committing my life to getting to know this person grow and to grow with this person for the rest of my life. Like, that's the commitment. That's what you're signing up for. And it's funny, babe, because I was just talking to somebody the other day, and I was telling them, you know, everybody want to get married, but don't nobody want marriage work. Nope. They don't. What you want is the bling. What you want is the bliss of the marriage. What you want is the dress. What you want is the suit. What you want is the bachelor party. What you want is what looks good on the surface. Mm -hmm. But what's in the roots? Right. After you say I do in front of whoever. (laughs) Whoever. Whoever. But it's in front of God, of course. Number one. Numero uno. You know. So it's in front of him first. And everybody else. That's witnessing your marriage. You have to learn that at the end of the day, though, this is going to have to be some serious work between us. And yes, things are going to change. But how do we allow them to change? What did Apostle Chris say at our ceremony? He said, the wedding is public, but the marriage marriage is private. private. Yep. You know, it's public because it looks good. And speaking of Pastor Furtick, I remember in one of his sermons, he was saying, we congratulate people about the wrong things. Mm -hmm. We congratulate people for losing weight, but we don't congratulate people or have a party for people for keeping the weight off. That's harder than losing it. You know what I mean? We congratulate people for getting married. We have big old ceremonies and celebrations for the marriage, but we don't have big old ceremonies and celebrations as often as we should for staying married. Now, I, we also, I know Theo and I were talking about, we don't want people to get it twisted that you just stay married to stay married either. No. Even though it's, it's happened. It happens a lot. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes people, um, they stay together because of their kids. Mm-hmm. They stay together because they're just comfortable for security. Yeah, for financial security. You know, they used to having what they got. And then, you know, because then you end up, and then now it's like to the point where you end up actually being Fear of roommates. Just being roommates <laughs> at that point. I you know? am not marrying somebody to have a roommate. I can get a roommate. Yeah. And if that's where your that's that's if that's where your marriage has leaned towards or or if that's where it ends up going, there's a serious foundational problem. Um, you know, uh we were talking about um in our private time, Theo and I were talking about how, and I think we might have mentioned it on the last podcast, that in today's time and, and era, the elder couples, the elderly couples are getting divorced at a higher rate than they've ever been recorded before. So, you know, people who are, you know, 55 and over who have been married for 20 something plus years, those people are getting divorced. People do change. I will give you that. But what we learn from some people that we've been around is some of those people just stayed in marriage because of the kids or or stayed in marriage for other reasons, but they really fell out of love years ago and nobody tried to fix it. That's not marriage. It's not. And um, That is misery. And as we mentioned in the first episode, when the bliss is gone, you have to remember why do I love this person? Why did I fall in love for with this sure. person? For sure. Why do I, did I initially want to spend my life and everything else? Why did I sacrifice my, my time, my efforts, everything for this person? Because that's what you're doing. You're making a sacrifice. That's right. 
you're sacrificing yourself to this person. Same way Christ sacrificed himself for us. Oh, that's good. Speaking of sacrifice, submission is is a reason why I hear a lot of um, women say they're not married yet. I ain't submitting to nobody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and, and that's oh, like that's a funny. cuss word. Like, oh, I ain't gonna submit or 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 in the marriage, you know, she's extra dominant and anything he says, she bucking against, you know what I'm saying? Or vice versa. The man's always bringing drama. We've actually heard. I've actually been to a wedding where somebody wanted to take that after vows. Yeah. They want to take that their vows, the whole submission part. And, and, like, and, wow. the, and the sad part about it is the Bible clearly talks to us about servitude in a good way. But for whatever reason, as people, we look at it negatively. And I know I have a tendency to do it, too. I'm guilty of it. But our lives are about, especially if you are a believer in God, your life should be about serving some someone we serve christ and in serving christ we serve people because that's what christ did so we're following in that in 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 those footsteps but servitude and submission is not a bad thing as a matter of fact in the bible where it talks about you know a woman should submit herself to her husband and and, but they always skip over the man should love the woman as christ loved the church do you realize that even though women are looking at submission as a bad thing the men almost got it just as hard if not worse Yep. <laughs> Men love your wife as Christ loved the church. Christ loved the church so much he died. He literally died. Like that is the ultimate submission. Mind you, he died for a bunch of people that really could care less. Mm-hmm. He died for the people that were literally m- murdering him. But that's us. Like we are his bride. We are his church. And, and he loves us that much that he gave his life, that he sacrificed himself for the opportunity for us to have a relationship with God. That is dope. Like, that is so dope to know that not only is my husband responsible for me, like God looks or, or God looks at the church as his full responsibility, as his bride. That's exactly how my husband is supposed to look at me and submit to me in that way. And I'm supposed to submit to him back in that way. But we don't read the Bible for what it really says. We just kind of talk about it. Submission goes both ways. And if you submit properly, man, your love could be amazing. Yep. It could be beautiful. And here's the thing, though. And we've uh, discussed this with um, couples that we've uh, counseled, is that, um, and we had to even face that reality. You know, not reality, but we have been asked that question too in premarital counseling. So, what if something were to happen to Theo, or something happened with Tony, where you can't obviously have sex with one, with one another anymore? Oh, the sex talk. You know, yes, what happens sir. with that? You Let's know, talk about that. Because I'm seeing where some couples might have had, you know, something might have happened to somebody and they, can't perform anymore well you actually had a friend that was going out for the circus right yeah and he um he he flipped wrong and landed wrong and yeah something happened he had but paralyzed but you know what was beautiful about them i just seen his wife's facebook post and i think it's 16 15 16 years they've been married now she's still rocking with him you know what i know it's never and 
you know what? Much kudos to her. And that's what Man, we're talking respect. about. That's what we're talking about celebrating folks. Um, because even despite all that, you know, the thing she's got going on, she's had health wise. Yeah, she's had some health issues. Some health too. issues going on and whatever. She is persevering. You know, her son is doing well for himself. Mm-hmm. He's got a modeling career going on. And her husband you is know, in the wheelchair, husband, paralyzed. But you know what? They're loving one another each and every day. Absolutely. And despite all that, and she's still praying that he will walk one day. And I'm, we all are. And not to know? be funny or sound funny, but obviously, you know, she's probably not getting none. So let's just be real about it. Like, that's rough. That's rough. Not only did I lose my husband's legs, but I lost him intimately in that way as well. If your if your foundation of your marriage is about sex, y'all gonna have some problems. Yeah. So what if you uh, what if you know um, what if Viagra can't help you? You know, <laughs> real real talk. What if you know, or, or for women, what if you? I'm going to be honest with you. What if you just keep being dry? You know? <laughs> you know, just seriously. You real have, talk, And it, it's just real because and what if it gets to the point where you just don't feel like it or a woman has cancer or a well, man has Well, can we get personal? Can we get personal with him? Um, I, after I had um, Maximus, our, our last child, um, I ended up with preeclampsia after I had him, which I didn't, we, I, I wasn't aware that could happen. And I was really sick. I mean, to the point where I I literally could have died. Like, it was a very scary situation um, that I didn't share with a whole lot of people. I'm just grateful to be alive, you know what I'm saying? But um, wasn't no no getting none. Like, that wasn't in the cards. So that's, I will say that 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 situation um, did not rock us because we weren't intimate in that way. Our intimacy goes way past sex. Yep. It has to. There has to be more to your relationship than sex because sex is not always guaranteed. Sex is a benefit of marriage that also produces offspring that is supposed to call you blessed and carry your name. That's what sex is. But if that leaves, what else do you have? What else is your relationship going to be able to stand on? Because sex may go. You know, I've heard of several men that after their 40s, they become impotent, you know, but now they're addicted to pornography because they're impotent. Well, that's not going to help you in your marriage, being addicted to pornography, because your wife needs you not just intimately in in her heart and her spirit she needs you there mentally she needs somebody to talk to you need somebody to talk to there's more than just sex that's there you know um Theo and I are grateful if I if I can speak for both of us that we are grateful that we had to go through celibacy because I think it prepared us for situations like that long eight months <laughs> it was it it, it 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 was eight months plus some other months because we were really working hard to be celibate all the way around. It was and um I I will say that you know it 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 was it was it was was it difficult because we it was more difficult for us cuz we lived in the same home. Mm-hmm. And uh so it was really difficult cuz we lived in the same home and Cold showers, walks, everything. Playing yeah, so, cards. <laughs> yeah, so you got we got creative. Because hey, you you're looking at this person every day. You're looking at them, 
You waking up to him. You got to see him naked in the shower and stuff like that. And that's not easy. Now, if you're not living with one, one another, which is cool, too. All right. You're not living with one another. That's good. And uh, But and I'm not going to say, hey, you won't just call for that booty call. You know? It's, <laughs> it's self-control. Gonna be, it's going to be difficult. It's self-control, But you know man. what, man? I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, keep it real with you. I really, really wanted God to bless our marriage. Yes, sir. I wanted him to bless our marriage to the point where I knew that we were going to be all right. Even after we got married, I knew mm-hmm. that he was going to bless. I wanted him to bless us to the point where we were going to have the jobs that we wanted, to have the money we wanted. Do we have all those things yet? Not yet. Mm-mm. Still. But, but we're working towards it. Now, what we, he did bless us with, though, was, whew, man, and it was a quick one. <laughs> he blessed us with our second son. Yeah, that happened real uh, quick. That's honeymoon, that, baby. Man, yep. We wasn't expecting that. That's our honeymoon child. And was not really expecting to. I mean, I never forget coming home to this day and she was writing on a cake. <laughs> and she made it. And I was like, what you making a cake for? What you writing on there? And said, we're pregnant. And I was like, what? Man, what? I'm so mad I didn't record that. <laughs> Your face was priceless. He was yeah. like, what? what? I, I was Are like. Really? I was excited. I, I want to say this. I was excited because I'm gonna be honest with you. I was born premature, um, and he I wasn't. wasn't sure I wasn't sure I was gonna be able to if have his children. Boys ever. would swim. You know, they swim just sure. fine. Two kids later. Yeah, <laughs> it just fine. All uh, done. Yeah, my mother-in-law was just <laughs> she was talking with us time about uh, I think last week, and uh, I I think you were no a couple weeks ago you were holding our. Uh, a friend, our uh, little little place just as a uh, son. He's like, "Oh, you want some more kids? You know, Theo full of children." Yeah, that was like, "Excuse me, mom, mm, uh, nah. you tried it." Nah, nah no, nah, nah. Th- I'm gonna kiss on this baby and give him back. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, done. We're, we're done. <laughs> but you, but you. make sure <laughs> that your um, that your relationship, if you are planning on getting married, if you're thinking about possibly getting married in the future, you know. Um, Take it seriously. Um, and, and that doesn't mean that you turn into the I can't trust people person either. You know what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. The Bible tells us to trust no man. But that's because everybody has issues. But guess what? That's including you. Like we all do. As a matter of fact, me and Theo uh, kind of had a little spout earlier. You know, and we... And we Something stupid. Yeah, and we, and we have our spouts. Like, he really ticked me off earlier. And I just... <laughs> I was just fussing and left out the door, you know, but that happens. Like you're going to run into issues with your partner. You're going to have arguments. Um, As a matter of fact, it's going to be really, it's going to be like, baby, you just said it's the stupidest stuff. You left toothpaste in the sink, you know, or uh, you didn't put the floss back or. uh, Lucky draws on the the floor. (laughs) I didn't know you smelled like that. All the time. How did you not know? You know, but but it, it, hey, you'd be surprised at stuff this, we've heard. And this is that whole being surprised thing, too. too. Yeah, like you do find learn, out you things. You learn some things. You might learn that this person, like just a couple weeks ago, we, I think it was a couple weeks ago, and I told her, I said, hey, uh, she, she likes her cereal with a lot of milk. She likes her cereal with a lot of milk. She doesn't like dry anything. That's Nothing. how she is. She Nothing. likes everything wet. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All righty. Don't keep it PG-13, please. Um, Come on, Jesus. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Mary. <laughs> Mary. I mean, can we talk about that real quick? 
I'm gonna I'm gonna digress just a little bit. Ladies, let me holler at you. Let me holler at you for a second. So we was talking about the whole sex thing, right? Why is it that after now now before you got married, you was freak of the week. He was getting it every week. Y'all was getting down as much as you could. And then you turn around, you get married, and all of a sudden you go dry and you clink clink. Like explain that yes we're talking about it because Theo and I said that if we were going to do this we were going to be real about real marital issues these are things that women have a tendency to do after they get married when you get married that's when you're supposed to turn up that's not when you clink clink free booty for life you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying like like guess what it's not just him getting you you getting him get him well, Get him! Oh no, I take away the free part, and you still paying for it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to understand. But my, but my point is, like, that's something that I hear men complain about often. You know, I told Theo before we got married. I said that's one, that, that's one category you ain't never got to worry about, brother. She even said it in her vows. <laughs> sure she said it in her vows too. Sure I will, man. She said I wasn't it in kidding. Her vows. I wasn't kidding because because <laughs> I because I think it is an important part. In marriage, but it's not it's not everything. You know what I'm saying? Our intimacy goes way past sex. There has to be uh, um, mentally, I have to be mentally stimulated as well. And he's like that too. You know, we'll just sit in the bed and talk many nights and ain't, ain't nothing going down. But those intimate talks, being able to discuss life, being able to discuss what's going on in this world, you know, discuss how we feel about our careers and where do you think we're going and what has God talked to you about? Those things are intimate. You know, sharing his stories with me, he share, you know, as you grow with somebody, there are things that they haven't told anybody that at some point, they feel safe enough with you to share that with you. Man, that's more beautiful than any sexual experience than you can have. And honestly, it might lead to some good sex because you've shared something that you felt like I can trust in that person's hands because this is my spouse. This is my friend. This is my, uh, uh, my, um, the person that I can feel confident with to hold my secrets you know that is marriage that's how it works but if if you're only focused on one part of marriage it is it's mind body soul and spirit if you're only focused on one part of that you're going to lose another part of your spouse yep you are and um you have to you just gotta be mindful of the fact that you um that if things all go 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 to whatever, that well, you say if things go to hell. Go to hell pretty much. You yeah. know, like, hey, why once again, why did I fall in love with this person? Absolutely. You know, so why did I fall in love with Tonya? How did I fall in love with Tonya? You know, what made me fall in love with Tonya? Mm-hmm. You know. And so these are the, you know, I and I, you know, and even when we're going through what we're going through, I have to ask myself, why do I love this woman again? You know, and it's not a bad, it's not in a negative, oh, but it's not in a negative aspect. And it's almost like, okay, I got to remind myself, you know what? Even when she makes me upset. She did piss me all you know, the way off. And it's, <gasps> and it's very few times where she's a... <laughs> 
And it's times where I love you too. It's times where she's pissed me off and I pissed her off, and she got thinking like, you know what? Can't stand that nigga. Da, 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 da. But why did I love him? And then you start thinking about all those things, and those outweigh all those negatives you just feel right in it. Absolutely, and self reflection, I think, is something that you and I are really good at doing at this point in our relationship. You know, like we may sometimes you just gotta drop the conversation. Yep. Um. One one thing, because I'm 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 for and against. I'm gonna always keep it one hundred, whether we're whether it's positive or negative. And one thing with chicks, because I know I'm guilty of it. We just we just want to like push the the subject. Um. I know some men that are like that too. That they just keep pushing until uh you you talk about it. And some advice, you know, you got to be careful who you get your wisdom from you know sometimes you get it from elders and then sometimes you get it from people that have had life experiences um that are not old and sometimes i've heard elders say like one card that i got on my um bridal shower was don't go to bed angry i will never take that advice never i learned that sometimes i need to go to sleep and not say what's on my mind (laughs) Because if I say what's on my mind, I'm going to lose my marriage. Sometimes you have to be quiet and self-reflect. What did I say? What could I have done to, you know, drop, make the situation better? Is, is, is there something that I did say that made the situation worse? If, you're, if you can't self-reflect first and everything is him, him, he, he, she, she, everything is the other person and you're pointing at that person the whole time and you're not saying, what did I do and how could I have avoided this issue? You gonna, it, it's, it's, not, it's just not going to get easier. It's not. It's not. And that's, and that's a good point that you brought up about avoiding things. You cannot avoid things in your marriage at all. You mm-hmm. have to address it, it. You have to get, put it on the table. And this is where, once again, when that bliss is gone, when you stop being so happy-go-lucky, lovey-dovey, lovey-dovey roses in the air and everything, you have to address some things. But that's why you address these things before you get married. So, yes, we're advocating for premarital counseling. Once yes. again, and we will do it every episode. Every episode. We don't care. <laughs> every right? episode. Because if you're gonna if you're going to do this thing... And everything, and I understand that some people they don't do it and they they're just fine. It's cool. I some, get it. Some people just prideful, and I find that in some men that they are just very prideful and they're very private. <sighs> Me? Well, you weren't like that. You know, you're <laughs> you're 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 different. You're open to a lot of things, but I know a lot of men that are kind of traditional and very private, and they don't want nobody in a converse. You know, in a marriage, they don't want nobody knowing what they're doing. And and quite honestly, a lot of people are like that because they they just don't want you to know the real them. Like they Very don't true. want people to know the 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 parts of them that are ugly. We all have ugly sides. Like we're human beings. Mm-hmm. We all have those sides that are not um uh bubbly. <laughs> yeah. But you have to address it especially if you're going to be living with somebody else. And don't even get me started on people who got the kids. If you if you're coming into a um, mixed marriage, that could be a disaster. We've seen it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've seen it. So um, we just want to encourage you, if I can say, we just want to encourage you yeah. to um, self-reflect. Think about premarital counseling. 
Um, because when the wedding is over, the glitz and the glam is gone. What do you have? You got each other. You got each other. You got each other. And, and I um, hope you got God. <laughs> that too. You're going to need it. Once again. Oh, you're going to need it. Once again, as I talked about in episode one, foundation. Man. It's a key thing. And you have to go off. Have that be your foundation. And more than anything, your foundation also has to be centered around, you know, telling each other the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your, your foundation has to be centered around letting each other know that you're just being open with one another, man. Like no other, you know. And you have to be able to tell secrets one another that like you don't like that you haven't been willing to tell anybody, mm-hmm. anybody at all. You have to and deal with yourself yeah. first. Yeah. If you got issues, which we all do, you need to really take time to look at what your issues are before you say "I do," and then get used to self-reflecting on a regular basis. Because I believe. Um, and I've told you this before, honey. I believe that every five years, people change. Yeah, they do. Based off of their circumstances, based off of things they've experienced, based off of jobs they've had and new people in their lives. Like, people change. The question is, are you changing and growing together or are you changing and growing apart? Do you even know what your spouse's wants and desires are? And that's that maturity factor Tony was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You, and it, we're not talking about, oh, you got to grow up. No, I mean, you do. But we're talking about as far as like maturing within your marriage that to the point where you know that you know that who you are mm-hmm. and you be secure in who you are. And you're secure in who your partner is and you're willing to continue to grow with them. Yeah, because here's the thing. I always told Tonia, you know, for the four years, I was the one, you know, who was doing all the work and everything like that. And and I did that on purpose for the simple fact that my wife had dreams. You know, she she had dreams and she wanted to be, um, she always wanted to hit that stage and being, you know, Broadway stage, being an actress and stuff like that. And I was like, hey, go for it. And I'm going to do what I got to do. If I got to work these 10, if I got to work 10 jobs and for you to do your thing, I'll do that. And that's a part of that bliss man going and you have to really remind yourself to go back to that. But then, you know, and, and make that sacrifice for one another. But then the pandemic hit. Pandemic hit. And roll switch. And, and, and roll switch, which we will. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll definitely we'll talk about that. that. We'll talk more, no that's more, that's we'll another talk. episode. So, but however, I wanted to make sure that, hey, I'm making this sacrifice for you. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. Making these, like I said earlier, making these necessary for the, sacrifices. For the betterment of your kingdom. Because yeah. we got God's kingdom and you, your little kingdoms. And when you have a family, you are building your kingdom. And if you are not in touch with what your spouse needs, what the, your spouse desires, you know, what their dreams, their aspirations are, how they're changing, what they're reading, how they're growing, who they're around, who's influencing them, you know, uh, where they want to be in the next five years. Like if you're not aware of those things... You can expect that relationship to eventually fall apart. Yeah, and get to, and here's the thing, y'all. Don't be afraid to get to one another, know one another, and continue to keep dating. Afterwards. Oh man! You know when it's bliss, when you, when like I said, when you all all cloud nine and everything like that from the wedding, especially if you have a beautiful wedding, like you know everything like that, you have to continue to just you keep, gotta keep, date. keep dating, and this is why 
my in law, my mother and father in law have been able to be together for fifty one years. Yep. And they had their hard times, this and that, they oh, struggled, of course. things like that. But fifty one years in a marriage, man, I don't even seen too many of that, too many of those. All right. And I don't think a lot of us have seen any mm-hmm, of those. Mm-hmm. I think it's pretty uh, dope it, that that even in, until the pandemic, they have gone to every jazz festival. We have something called the Jazz Festival here in Cincinnati that's pretty big. Um, and every year they have gone to the jazz festival since they were 18. Yeah. Every year since they were 18. Not to mention they will dress up, get in their nice clothes, and just go on a date. They have their date nights, and they've done that since before I was born. Like, that's how you keep a marriage alive. Right. You have to keep things fresh. You have to continue to keep being surprisable. You always, you always surprise me. I do. And she hates surprises. I hate but, surprises. But if I, I did not surprises. surprise her, things would be dry. Oh, things would be boring. And I want to always make sure that I'm doing that for her. He'll just show up with flowers. Yeah, just random time. I don't, I'm never... I'm the type of guy... I'm not a big. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you flowers on Valentine's Day, your birthday, and Mother's Day. No, <laughs> I will do it at random times. Random times. But I do that because I keep things. I want to keep things fresh. Absolutely. You know, Tonya does the same thing for me. She might just just something really random act of kindness. You know, for me. Oh, and you oh, have that's to do good, that. babe. Just random acts of kindness you towards have to. your spouse. Yeah. I mean, you really have to. I mean, because, I mean, how else are you gonna survive mm-hmm. your marriage? Yeah. You know, how else are you gonna you gonna really honestly say, hey, you know what? This ain't working out. So, what mm-hmm. can we do to get better? Absolutely. You know, and it's what just, a, what a, what and start with what can I do? Yeah. What can I do? Because facts are, you can't change your spouse. No, you cannot. And I don't care how much, I don't care That's what you do. That's witchcraft. Don't, don't even try that. I don't care what you do. You're not changing your you're spouse. You're not changing your they spouse. They have to be able to be evolved. They evolve. They have to. Yeah. Uh, uh, and once again, like you have to evolve with one another, you know, step by step. You know, and going back to what I was saying with, you know, Tonia, you know, and me working and this and that, whatever. I didn't care if she... Did become this big Broadway star and got all the money. I didn't care. That doesn't make me less of a man. Mm-hmm. So what? I don't care. Nope. You know. And we'll I, talk about I, that on one of our yeah, shows too. I, I, I don't care you because know, who's a breadwinner and why do you care? Yeah. Because, because <laughs> at the end of the day though, at the end of the day though, just because that's changed where she's made more money than I have. Okay, cool. Because at the end of the day though, <laughs> it ain't mine. It's ours. Day, it's ours. And at the end of the day though. Her success is her success, but still we share it. And by the say, my success is your success. But and your your success is my success. You made me watch that episode on um Blackish. On Blackish, yes. When when Dre, uh, yeah. Dre was salty because uh Rainbow uh uh was a become she, a partner she, or something she, like no, that. No, she wasn't a partner. She actually um became a board member at yeah, the yeah, hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she, you know, he was thinking like, y'all, we the Jay Z, Beyonce, da da da. And one of his coworkers was like, nah, bro, she's she's higher than you. And you're and just and you're and just tagging along, and, and, like and you're her plus one. And it actually kind of it took his mom to actually who can't stand her some day, a lot of days to tell her like, yo, yeah, you kind of below her, yeah. and it's cool, <laughs> and, that, and that's okay, and it's okay, like and, like rock with him. And and Theo, if I can say that's one thing that I do love about you is um. 
you never, you never like turn into that man that's just got the attitude. Like you, you know, you shouldn't be the only one getting attention type of things. I've seen men do that to their wives. Um, and that's ugly because if I look good, you look good. Yeah. And if you look good, I look good. We are one. We are a team. That's what you signed up for. Right. And the funny thing is, though, uh, with, with us being in ministry and stuff, you know, my wife's more than a preacher than I am. You know, and I don't care about that stuff. I really don't because everybody asks me, like, well, sorry, you a preacher. Oh, you going to preach? Oh, no. you going to sing? No, no, my husband does not preach or I don't, sing. I don't do any of those things, okay? <laughs> he doesn't do I any hold, I hold a tune and I speak some words. That's it. All right? <laughs> You're pretty good at speaking, though. You uh-huh. are. I think you are. I appreciate it. <laughs> but we're going to wrap it up, guys. Yeah. Uh, we just um, want to encourage you in this particular episode to think about, um, think about you know, what happens when the wedding is over. Because right. at the end of the day, let's be honest, it takes about $50 to get your marriage certificate. And it takes about, depending on the situation, hundreds to thousands of dollars to get divorced. Dude, this is yeah. not a joke. We, we, like, it's expensive. We're going to have to talk about that, mo- that show that makes you up. You haven't even watched it. Grind your gears now. Um, oh, I watched uh, one episode and I was all ticked off. Uh, what was the wedding or uh, wedding or house mor- mortgage or marriage? Mortgage and marriage. Yeah, yeah, yeah that thing teed me all the yeah, way. Yeah, because we've seen some people's budgets like thirty five grand. I was like, oh my gosh! Like you gonna spend that on a wedding? Are you kidding me? But, but you know, talk- everybody's got their own textual. thing. But 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 again, you know, no matter how big and how glamorous your wedding is, it doesn't matter what kind of wedding your friends and stuff had. Because people real big about that and stature. What matters is I got to look at you. Yeah. The rest of my life, right. I got to breathe your air. I got to smell I- your breath. <laughs> I got to deal with your crusty lips. Oh, I got yeah. to look at your feet. I got to smell you when you leave out the bathroom. Oh, like yeah. all that, it gets real, real, real quick. And it if does. you love somebody past the physical appearances, and there's some mental attraction, there's some spiritual attraction, and you're working towards a goal as a team, marriage can be beautiful. Doesn't mean you're not gonna fall out. Don't mean you're not gonna have problems. I don't have. I don't know any regular relationships like friendships. Well, you don't fall out sometimes, oh, yeah. but you, 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 again, go back to why you love that person. Um, you try to figure out a way to resolve it. You apologize and you work it out. You work that thing out. And that means sometimes you even might need to get some marriage counseling after the marriage. And guess what? That's okay. That's okay too. It's okay. Once again. When the bliss is gone. When the bliss is gone. What the hell are you going to do? <laughs> what is you going to do? We love y'all. Thank you for tuning in this week's episode. Uh, please share our podcast. Visit us on Instagram. Like and, us. And like us. Uh, tell your friends about us. We are here to, to keep it 100 with you. It's the Caldwells. Oh, yeah. Also, by the way, we forgot. We're on what? Instagram. We're on Twitter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, so, And we'll be distributing this out on yeah, yeah, and a big shout out to our brother, Walter Piper. Uh, we love you so much. Thank you for uh, supporting us and for offering. Um, for He's us helping to produce come this thing this. tonight. Yeah, as I, as I producer. <laughs> we appreciate you, brother. We love you. We love you guys so much. Uh, we'll go live on Facebook and Instagram in a couple of days. Please bring us your questions, your comments. Um, keep it positive. Keep the love of God. And uh, we'll see y'all next time. Love y'all.